Welcome to Commission Impossible. I'm Scott Fish, and with me, as always, is Ryan McDowell. We've become known for our commissioning over the years and got together to start a podcast to help other commissioners out. If you're new to the show, almost all of our episodes are evergreen, so you can do it. Lots of people do. Just go back and listen to them all. Binge them. We, we love that. What we do here is go over listener questions, bad commission stories, interesting league ideas people have sent us, go over some of our ideas uh, that have now, some of our ideas that have now become very popular in the industry. And we answer nearly every single email we get. You can email us at commishpod at gmail.com. Now, on to the show. Ryan, it's it's been a few weeks. We had SC, SFB hit. We still kept the newsletters going. Go to commishpod.com and uh, you can sign up to the newsletter there. We were giving away SFB 11 spots to paid subscribers. I believe we might just continue that trend for SFB 12 spots. What do you think, Ryan? I was thinking the same thing, and yeah. uh, one one of those subscribers is, I, I guess, technically going to be the first uh, the first player in SFB twelve. So that that's fun. Yeah, yeah, that'll Almost be, week that'll out. be maybe, maybe we count. <laughs> maybe we count. Yeah, there's a there's a few starting to trickle in. We've we've already got the SFB twelve database up and running, and uh, yeah, it's it's going to be fun. Uh, so go, go subscribe, uh, commissionpod.com. You can subscribe to the newsletter there. You can look through all our old episodes there. You can search something pretty easily as well. So today we're going to, we're going to talk about some interesting league ideas. One of our, our favorite things to do, Ryan. Um, so let's, uh, let's start with that. First, I'll start with, uh, you know, a, a quick question statement, whatever. But after that, lots of league ideas. This is from Jamie. Me and my friends are starting a 16-team Superflex League. Due to the number of teams, our roster will have zero QB spots, but two Superflex spots. We will let you know how it goes. It's not really a question, and it's not really a story, but uh, <laughs> I'll put it out there that, yeah, that's a good way to do a Superflex League when you have 16 teams, is to not require the quarterback. Um, I, 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 do, I do like that. You Once you get 14 teams and above – you probably shouldn't be doing required two quarterbacks. You should probably be doing either super flex or something like this. So I like this, Ryan. Yeah, I like it as well. And and it reminds me of one of our other new ventures, Scott, the ultra flex leagues that are yes. uh, a, a partnership between our two ventures, DLF yep. and, and safe leagues. Uh, and in, in those leagues, we've got 10 starters, but we have no required positions. Uh, you can start 10 running backs if you want to. You can start 10 tight ends. You can start zero quarterbacks like Jamie's league. Uh, really, we named it Ultra Flex because we we do think it provides the ultimate uh, flexibility in roster building. Uh, I, did, I did one of those leagues, and uh, I figured out – well, I don't want to say I figured out. We'll see how it goes. But I, I decided uh, that running back was – not really a very valuable position in this format, or at least mm-hmm. not as valuable as in most leagues. So uh, we we didn't get many running backs on on my team. We focused on that wide receiver position, of course, quarterbacks, uh, because it's still it's still a league that uh, the quarterbacks rule, and I, I think that will be the same outcome in Jamie's league, even with yeah. zero required starters in a sixteen teamer where you can start to. 
quarterback is still going to be such a valuable position. Yeah, people are going to really, really – it's going to end up being the same one to two that even if your setting doesn't say you have to, uh, all, all, all that zero does is really kind of helps out the teams that might go through some bye week or injury trouble and they can actually field a legit lineup. That's, that's kind of what that zero does there. Uh, Ryan, you want to take on the next one? Sure. It looks super short. Yeah, thanks for this. Uh, no, this is from who is this from? This is from Matt from Salt Lake City, Utah. Let's see. Matt's got some ideas for us, which we love. Mm-hmm. Matt says, Hey guys, thanks for the podcast, all the other stuff that keeps you so busy. I've binged quite a few episodes. Thank you. Uh, but I'm itching to ask for some advice on a couple of redraft format ideas. I play in multiple dynasty leagues, but I still enjoy redraft especially for the sake of my friends and family that are a little more casual. We definitely get that for sure. Uh, it is possible that you guys will know of leagues similar to these ideas. Regardless, I thought you might have some advice on how to best execute. First idea, four teams, four Superflex starters. The format would be a best ball league with, with weekly matchups instead of points total. Except all starters are dropped from your roster at the conclusion of each week no matter whether you won or lost your matchup. No waivers. Players are gone for good. Obviously, this requires super deep rosters and a long draft. I think it would be a fun to look for the for best ball upside within each tier of players as you draft. The latter half of the season becomes truly chaotic when players start getting injured, return from injury, poor performing, quarterbacks get benched, etc. Okay, so mm-hmm. he's they're basically drafting... Um, drafting like almost 17, all the players. Or, 17 yeah, times four, right? 17 times four. Yeah, 60, and, 68 players. Cool. And how many uh, how many teams are in it? Like it's similar to a one timer where you you select you know x amount of players, like one player, four players every week from, but you can choose anyone, and there can be te- other teams have the same players, but it's you're just drafting them all up front. I kind of like it better than a one-timer because you've got you, – yeah. you, you need that strategy at the beginning, right? You have to um, you have to look ahead at the beginning of the season or, or in the offseason who is potentially going to be worth starting. And uh, 68 players per team, so uh, he's, he said you're four, looking, you're four looking total at, teams. Yeah, I was going to say you're looking at four teams because – uh, you know, 68 times four is 272. That is more players than you draft in SFB. Like 264 teams are drafted in the 12 team, 22 round SFB and right. it gets thin. So yes. you're drafting more players than that. Just with four teams here. I really, I really like this idea. I do. I I do as well. My problem, or, or not a problem, my um, flaw that I might point out to um, to Matt here is he's talking about leagues for more casual players or, or you know fantasy players that are not into this year round or not that that diehard fantasy player. I don't know if this is the format for those players. Um, just yeah. because of the depth of the, uh, so, not only the depth of the player pool, but just the depth of the, the rule set. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's interesting. On one end, it's not for casual players because of how deep you're going on the draft and that that first draft. 
However, after that, yeah, during the season, there's a simplicity to, you know, no waivers, no trading. Your roster is what it is, and you just start for and cut them, start for and cut them. There's a simplicity to that that I get why he would feel it would be nice for casual, more casual friends. Um, like on the on the on the on the in season management part, you know. Yeah. So I, yes. I guess yeah, that's it's, true. Yeah, I guess I guess it's it's yeah, it's half and half there. Yeah, I like I like the strategy of it. I do think there's um I think I'm starting my studs every week, right? I'm starting my best four options every week in, because I want to get them in the lineup before they get hurt. Yeah, I think you have to. Um that's how I do a one-timer and you can argue whether that's the best strategy for a one-timer, but I'm like I need McCaffrey in week 1. I don't know if he's getting injured in week 2. You know, and of course, you, you want to play matchups a little bit because early in the yeah. uh, early in the season, you're going to have uh, ideally many good options out of your right. 68 yeah. players. Um, yeah, yeah, I really like the the, the strategy of it. Those, I actually, those weeks, I actually would really 15, like to 16 try games. I, I actually kind of would like to try this format because because it's so little in season. It would just be. We could like me, you. Who else could we get? We could get two people to play with us. Oh, I'm sure Bosch and Nathan would would do yeah. it. Yeah, we'll 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 figure it out. I think I think I I'm I'm serious, Matt. We like this idea so much. I think we're gonna try it. Um, and and then we could report back next year or during the season how we feel about it. Yeah, um, and, and Matt, if if you try this as well, let us know. We'll we'll compare notes. All right, we we love Matt's first idea. Matt has a second idea as well here. Uh, I'm excited says, after the first one, honestly. Like I, I, I have optimism here. That's right. Uh, me too. Uh, Matt says ten team regular redraft with moderately sized rosters, tight end premium. Week one, every team starts one quarterback. Two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one super flex, and two flex. So pretty typical lineup there. Yeah. But for every week following, each matchup's starting spots are randomized. Sounds like a commissioner nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) On Tuesday, the commissioner rolls dice for every matchup of the week. In the end, each matchup will start zero to one quarterback, zero to three running back, zero to three wide receivers, zero to two tight end. Zero to one super flex and zero to five flex. Each of these numbers resulting from the randomization. If any result totals uh, fewer than three total starters in a matchup, the commissioner would re-roll every position for that matchup until they have a compliant result. And then he adds a note. To be clear, each matchup is rolled separately. So while you and your week two opponent may need to start two tight ends and zero quarterbacks, Two other managers in a simultaneous matchup may not be required to start any tight ends this week, but need three starting running backs. So it's it's an individual matchup, not a league wide uh, role for that for those lineups. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? Do you have, so here, there are two things here. The way he has it set up is a commission nightmare, and you can't set any host to make each of the uh, like you can't set any host to make sure teams are compliant. You have to check compliance every week. Um, But the nice thing about what that matchup does is if somebody needs to start two running backs and another team doesn't need to start any, you're going to cause trades, right? Like that this, this format, 
if someone really needs to, you might end up causing weekly trades just because people are filling, they have to fill needs, right? Cause the, they'll have holes. Um, the way, the way I would probably run something like this is that uh, on Tuesday morning, every week, the commissioner rolls the dice, figures out the starting lineup and all teams have to, and fixes it on the site and all, and I don't know that all places can do this, but MFL definitely can uh, adjusts your lineup settings for that week. And he does that every week and every team has to comply to that lineup settings. That's the way I would do it. I, I think that's, that's just as fun. Um, but having everybody have different requirements is I can see that causing, you know, some activity and some trading, but uh, that it's probably just because it's so much commissioner work. That's not the route I would go unless that's basically the only league I'm running. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, this one's interesting for sure. I don't like it quite as much, um, I guess, because it is so randomized. Like I, I feel like there's less strategy and more luck basically yeah uh, as far as what's determining your matchup you know if you've got stud quarterbacks but you don't get to start them yeah um, and it forces the only thing you can say is it forces you to be balanced um i'm with you i i think it's an interesting idea i think the the version i i would have where you set the set the requirements for all teams each week would make it a little easier a little more palatable um but yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, this is, Matt's first idea was uh, was really good. This one, um, you you need a commissioner that that's basically their only league, and and it's a consider the why situation. Like I I agree, there it's adding a lot more luck into a game that's already very lucky, luck dependent. Yeah, yeah. Um, good stuff from Matt. There, yeah. we love that first idea for sure. Yeah, I, the second idea. It's not like the second idea is bad. It's just. No. Uh, it's just, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's got some things. Yeah. It's interesting. I like it. I like, I like the creativity coming from Matt. Um, oh, okay. It's my turn. Um, I'll read this super long one. That's next. <laughs> it's a short one. Uh, this is from Andrew in Cincinnati, Ohio. I've been kicking around this idea lately of a very different kind of dynasty league named the little dynasty league or LDL. Little, for short. Um, I get it. Little <laughs> LDL. Little <laughs> Dynasty League. Little. Uh, the abbreviation would be LDL. Little. I like uh, it. Uh-huh. It would be eight managers with 15 starting spots and 30 bench spots. That's 45 per team. Wow. Let me do the math on that. Equal. Well, it's a Dynasty League, so it can be deep. Mm, 360. Anyway. Yeah, 360. I think. No, you're right. You're right. Uh you would start something like two QBs, two running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, one super flex, five flex, three total QBs possible. This is actually something that's fairly common when you drop into the eight and 10 team leagues is having starting lineups similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like they stuck to one tight end though. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows uh, my research and feelings on requiring two tight ends. You would get points for receptions, first downs, and bonus for distance touchdowns. Essentially, every kind of scoring you can get, including return yardage and touchdowns, tight ends would get 1.75 premium PPR. I'd jump it to two. What the hell? Two's more. Two's easier to calculate in your head when you're watching games. I don't think 1.75 does quite enough anyway, but uh, I would jump it to two, just saying. Uh, 
Basically, this is a small league with deeper requirements, making for 300-plus point matchups with the same basic number of players as a 12-team, 30-man roster. Um, yeah, it's a little more, I think, but... Um, oh, 12-team, 30-man roster. Yeah, that's... Yep, that's right. Yep, that'd be 360. Thoughts? Anything else you would change or add to make this a smaller like me league like this more fun? No, I think you nailed it. I think that's what you do when you when you have those smarter leagues or smaller leagues. You have to just increase the rosters, the increase the starting lineup spots to to a much larger degree. You almost always have to do two QB in an A team league, in my opinion. Um, yeah, no, I think I think you kind of nailed it, Andrew. How, how do you feel, Ryan? Yeah, I agree. I, I just think um, you you said it there. You know, it's fairly common, I guess, that yeah, with a, with a smaller league. I, I I was trying to think outside of the necessity to do this. Meaning, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to do a home league, but you only have eight eight people or six people or whatever. Do you see a reason to do this outside of that? Meaning if you can get 12 or you can get 14, do you think you should, or is there some level of strategy or, or fun or whatever yeah. that might come from a, a smaller dynasty league? Yeah. So I, I know that I've played, I've played in eight and 10 man leagues. I've played in six man leagues. I started in six man leagues. And, and I think, I think the awesome, the, the fun part of it is just that everybody is so loaded, right? Like yeah. you, yeah. like, your your starting lineup is generally just fun, right? So I think that's that's the only reason that really comes to mind out of out, outside of the the reason of necessity. It's it's just fun to have your whole lineup be studs, but uh, some will argue that's a little more luck dependent than than you love because the studs, you know, it, it depends on which studs go off which weeks. Um, yeah, but that's I, true. I like it, Andrew. I I think you got it. Um, that's 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 a good way to set up if you're doing an eight man league or eight person league, excuse me. Uh Ryan, I think this one's yours. Next one is mine. This comes from FF underscore doormat from Sydney. Oh my. I wish I was in Sydney right now. Scott. Yes. That sounds like a good place to be. It, uh, yeah, this time of year maybe. Like uh, our winter uh, like it, it gets like it's in the hundreds daily in, in our during our winter it feels like. Ooh. All right, no FF thanks. Dormat from Sydney. He said I wanted to share a fun league that I play in created by the guys from the Toilets to Titles podcast. Uh happy to hear any feedback. It's called the Franken Oh, Frankenstank League. Frankenstank. All right. I love it already. It's a weekly forced trade league. Superflex redraft based. The idea is that as you steal players, you are Dr. Frankenstank and and build your own monster, hence the name Frankenstank. Uh, you let's see, you can only give away starters, you can't still steal bench players. It's a three division multi cop multi copy league where the top four teams of each division play each other in the finals. However, over the course of the season, you may not steal more than the number allowed in your starting lineup at each position. For example, you can only steal up to two quarterbacks throughout the entire season. Uh, and one of those would be considered your quarterback, the other considered your superflex. You could not steal another quarterback or superflex after that. Uh, I like that limitation to it. I think that that mm-hmm. adds something for sure. Uh, he says one really cool feature of the league 
uh, is the guys, myself included, actually did a YouTube episode where they take you behind the curtain and show you how the sausage is made, discussing the strategy and tweaks made for the next season. He's got a link to that. Uh, yeah, I, I love this format. We've talked about leagues kind of like this yeah, a little bit. Yeah, leagues and uh, right. you know, pirate-themed versions of these and, yeah, stuff like that. Um this, uh, yeah, the, I, I mean, the, the basic nuts and bolts of this, uh, you know, are around and there we've talked about them on the show and we love them every time. This one is definitely much more complex and it's a three division multi-copy league. Um, that's, uh, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out, like, you can only give away starters. Um, it, does that mean the losing team? Like the winning team steals, can, can only steal starters. Yes, and okay, because the give a, you can only give away starters part made me think: Are teams able to give players to other teams? Like, uh, it's it's yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think um, that was just re- referencing the the force trade or the steal. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that that piece and. Uh, of course, we've talked about the league I created, uh, Sniper Active, yep. which has has some similarities to this yeah. as well. Yeah, it, any like any any league like that, the Pirate League, the Vampire League, the Sniper Active, the old school Pink Slip leagues, like Fever leagues. Uh, yeah, I we're we're always going to like those where you know the team that wins gets to gets to steal a player from from the uh, the losing team. Uh, and, and much like a vampire league, it's at least the original vampire leagues. It's you can only take starters, so it puts a strategy on: Do you want to start your best player against the vampire? I, I feel like this would be similar in this league, this Doctor Frankenstein league, where do you want to start Christian McCaffrey against a team you think you're going to lose to? You know, yeah. like if you think you're going to lose already, put crap in the starting lineup. It's uh. Uh, I yeah, we love these. We love these FF underscore doormat from Sydney. By the way, fifty four degrees right now in Sydney, that with a high of sixty one. Mm. Uh, that, see, that's my weather. You're you're like no thanks. I'm like yes, <laughs> yeah. This time this time of year, I can handle Sydney. Like <laughs> like uh, during our winter, I would not like they had like hundred and twenty degrees down there and stuff. And Ooh. I feel like yeah, so it's. Uh, but I uh, hope you th- thanks for the email. Uh, it's always good to once again throw out the idea of you know you know a force trade every week from winner to loser, etc. Um, very very cool. Um, toilets toilets to titles. I think they have one or two, or they have some people in SFB that the, that site does that site or nice. podcast. Might just be a podcast. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, you guys, you guys keep rocking it. Uh, sounds like an awesome league and and a lot of fun. Okay, I, w- I I'm gonna ask one last thing about this. Are they allowed to steal more than one person from the like from the other person's lineup? Uh, no, I think the limitation was on you could only steal the number of starters. So yeah. uh, the quarterback example is a good one. They can start a maximum of two quarterbacks, so they could only steal two quarterbacks over the course of the season. Okay, so that's a so tweak I, we really haven't seen. 
Right. And and I like that. That is yeah. again more commish work. You're tracking yeah, uh, tracking which players have been stolen by which teams. Yeah, and how many of the them. Season. It right. is a that is, yeah, we have we have not heard of that that quirk. At least I've never heard of that quirk. And I haven't I, either. I like that. I really do like that. Um yeah, a lot of commission work in that, but I like that cuz it puts strategy on what position what player and position do you steal each week when you win. That's um, and there's nothing in here that says you have to win to to steal the player, but that's my assumption. It's just because yeah. that's how all the all the other leagues like this work is that the winner steals from the loser. Yeah, I'm, I think that's yeah. That was my assumption as well. Yeah, that that would be my assumption. If if not, Matt, let us know because that would be that would be interesting to hear if there's something that you do different. Uh, right. This is, we'll, we'll make this our last one, Ryan. Uh, All right, let's do it. Hey, fellas. Oh, this is from Travis from Delaware. I, I love when they tell us where they're from. We're big in <laughs> Delaware. I tell you. Big, big in Delaware. <laughs> hey, fellas. I just started listening to your show about a week ago, and I'm going back through your previous episodes and really loving your content. Thank you. Uh, thanks for that. Thanks for going back and listening. They're awesome. It's inspired me to brainstorm league ideas, and I've come up with one I think is worthy of sharing. Hey, they're all worthy of sharing. Some You never know. There might be, like, we probably talked about a league that we didn't think was very good, but parts of that league added to a different league are very awesome. And, and we're usually pretty good about being nice about all the league ideas. But, yeah, feel free to share because you never know when one piece of your league is going to be a really cool element to add to a different uh, a different league. Uh, how many times have we done that, Ryan? Thought of like one part of something yep. and we're like, you know, this just doesn't work here. But then later on, we're like, oh, this really works in this. Well, I mean, even, you know, the kitchen sink league that I created so many years ago, it was basically a combination of ideas I liked from four or five different leagues. And I think you would probably say the same thing about yep. uh, about capitalist pigs uh, yep. that, that you have made. And it's, yeah, you, you just kind of pull those ideas that you like and, and put them together. Yep, yep, exactly. So he has about 50 episodes to go, so he's going to go through it. Hope this hasn't been discussed. I call it a division league. It is a redraft league where every manager starts eight players with the caveat that each spot is reserved for a player from each of the eight NFL divisions. So in your very first spot, a person has to start – a player from the NFC North, it can be any player from, you know, those four teams, the next spot, NFC West, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I'm going to stop right there to say, this is a pretty common playoff format. Um, mm. We've also seen division, division type um, leagues where all your players have to be from a division or division type leagues where, um, you, you have to like roster one player per division, but that doesn't, isn't your required starting lineup. But um, this is, this is right in line with a bunch of those. Um, it's, it would definitely bring out, uh, he's got another paragraph here, here but um, it definitely would bring on some interesting strategies for like bye weeks uh, when, you know, how many players you roster from certain teams just to handle, like making sure you always have a player like, always have a player from a certain division, especially when like back in the day, like there used to be two, three, four teams from a division on by at the same time. It's, it's not quite like that anymore, but you can get hammered with two players on by or two teams from the same division on by, which would make it tough. But uh, 
Yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you talk, but th- this is a cool, fun idea where you have eight starters and each starter has to be from a different division. Again, the commissioner checking to make sure your roster is compliant is, is another annoying aspect potentially. Yeah, that was one thing I thought of the, the commission check each week. Uh, and then the, the thing that Travis mentioned, just the bye week the, the trouble that that could cause when you've got uh, two teams with the same buy or, or maybe even potentially three teams with uh, on the same buy. Uh, so those, those are the two things that came to mind, but in general, a, a fun, a fun twist yep, uh, yep. that I, I think is worth trying. I wish I would have let you say the, the, uh, the commission work part. <laughs> Cause I, I should have known that you would have it on lock. <laughs> <laughs> that that's always the go-to is, uh, I, I think that that's my response to any new league ideas. How much commish work is it? And that doesn't always mean it's not worth it. I mean, capitalist pigs is, is a lot of commish work. Right. Um, uh, kitchen sink is a lot, yep. you know, that, that SFB league is a lot of commish work. <laughs> it but, be a lot. So it, it doesn't mean don't do it because of that. It might mean that you're not going to make 10 of those leagues, um, and, and really I found that out with, with sniper active, I started sniper active in the middle of last season and thought, I love this. I want to do, I want to do 10 of these leagues right. and throughout the, the, the weeks and, and the rest of the season, I realized, oh no, this is, this is maybe a one, maybe a two, a yeah. two league tops, yep. uh, because it was so much commission work. It, yep. it was still a ton of fun as, uh, as a player in the league. I'm definitely going to do it again. I might even do two, but it's not scalable just because it's so commission, so much commission work. So absolutely. But, yeah. But the, the commit, how much commission work and really just the why of the league, uh, is, is there really a, a good reason? Is there something you're trying to test? Does it add a, a new level or a new layer of strategy? Those are all things I always consider. Uh, and sometimes it's just more fun or, or something fun to try. Yep. With the playoff version of this, obviously people can double up on players, so it's it's not a big deal. Um, I, I'm going to mention two more things about this. He says you control your league by starting eight kickers, which tells me it's a zero to eight. Zero to eight starters at mm-hmm. every position, meaning you can start any position. Like there's no positional requirements, which I think is probably good for a setup like this. Ultra flex, we like to call that. Yes, ultra flex. <laughs> The second, the, the thing I would recommend for a league like this, low roster, like mm-hmm. very few bench spots. That way you c- that way all the teams in your league can go to the waiver wire and fill in those gaps when those bye weeks in- injuries hit. And you, you probably have a, very few trades in a league like this, but you'll have a lot of waiver activity. People scrambling to, to pick up you know, replacements for their, their bye week guys or their injured guys. I, I would, I would probably make it, you start eight and you like have four bench spots or so, something like that, where people are constantly grinding the waiver to try to fill those eight required uh, divisional positions. Thoughts on that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the waiver thing is, is a huge piece of it. Um, he, he talked about trolling the league with the kickers. That would be uh, having large rosters would be the real troll of the league uh, because you're just stashing players on, on your bench that other teams yeah. would need. So I, I think it, 
it, it would be a necessity to have those smaller rosters and a, a deep waiver wire. Yep. Yep. And that's it, Ryan. <laughs> We're done. We're done with some league ideas. Maybe some parts of those or some of those ideas you want to try on your own. Sounds like Ryan and I are going to try uh, one of Matt's ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first Matt, not the second Matt. <laughs> there were two Matt's. Sorry, today. sorry Matt. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> thank, thank you for the one, uh, the, the one idea. Uh, first Matt, I believe from Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, where I think we're going to try that. That sounds fun. Uh, so that's another episode of Commission Impossible. Make sure to give us a five-star review on whatever you listen to podcasts on. Tell your friends, tell your lead mates, tell your commissioners, tell everyone about our show. C- call up your parents and tell them about our show. They, they won't understand, but just tell them. Why not? Follow me on Twitter, ScottFish24. Follow Ryan on Twitter, RyanMC23. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.